that's when 2017, I got into the real estate thing. Gotcha. Failed my test a bunch of times, then finally passed it. And then March 2017, I got my license. And from there to December, I went ahead and um, did like 16 deals. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast, where we find dope people that did dope stuff. I'm pretty excited about this podcast, too, man, uh, because you're a young man. How old are you? 27. 27 years old. Um, got into an industry and made half a million dollars in two years. That's cool. And the funny thing about it is, like, being 20, I got in a couple years ago, so doing it, doing it kind of fast is what blew people's minds. And also, like, the beard and everything, that's kind of new. So that's when it really threw them off. The beard like, is new? Yeah, it wouldn't grow. Like, I had, like... <laughs> Hold on. I had, I had, like, this 5 o'clock shadow kind of thing, but it just, it wasn't really... So people, when I first got started, right, people would look at me and, like, Yo, I, he's young. Like, he's literally young. So that was my biggest problem. Nobody ever wanted to take me serious in a real estate. You got to think about somebody's house. That's the biggest investment in somebody's life. Yeah. Like, his house and his car. Anything beyond that is, like, the one percenters. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So somebody's like, I don't want to put this type of thing in your hands. I already know you 20-something. And then you kind of, on top of it, you got the young look. It was throwing people off. So it was yeah. kind of hard in the beginning. Not hard. I just always... So thank God I had, like, the gift of gab. So I always had to talk a little bit more. You know how some people, they look old, they just walking as a rat. But for me, I had to kind of like, yo, look, this is what we can do. I had to really kind of sell it. But it actually turned into a skill for me, so it worked out either way. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. but back to the beard thing, because I'm struggling. <laughs> so, how you do that? Because I've never had a, I never had a beard. I mean, I, you, see, you see what's going on. But it, it ain't, it never looked like that, ever. So, what did I do? It kind of just started, like, I think I just got serious and just started growing out of nowhere. And then I started using, um, I started combing it. And uh, I started using, like, this, like, this beer butter. Uh, you know, uh, one of my friends named P. Michael, right? No, P. He, he gave me this beer butter. I just was trying everybody's stuff. And then one yeah, of them started clicking. My man yeah. definitely about to get a free, uh, free advertisement slot right now <laughs> because my joint is a struggle. And it just, it, like, you've always had an issue with your beard and it just finally grew? Man, I got this one spot right here. It finally grew, but it was this hole right here for the longest. Man, anything's possible. <laughs> I just wanna I just wanna encourage somebody today. Anything's possible. So um Derek Boone out of Philly. Yes, sir. Wholesale, uh wholesale real estate yep. space. And you had your license before. Yep. So a little bit just to uh give you a little background story. I kinda I called me and I like to do the the all-around real estate. So we kind of do a little bit of everything, right? So when I first got started in 2017, 2017, I had went and got my license. But the funny thing that a lot of people don't know, I went and got my license. I passed. You know, you got to go to classes like two, three months, mm. and you got to take a test. I failed my test nine times. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that, and yeah, a lot of people huh? do know that. Yeah, I failed my test nine times. So on the tenth time I passed it, you got to pay. And in what time period? Is this it? is like I was going back to bed. It's a couple months. I was going back to you back just keep to back. Taking it. Yeah. What's going through your head the first time you failed? Oh, it was nothing. So I, w I went in, right? Okay, what about third time? Oh, it was nothing. Six. 
It's right, something, bro. Yeah, because <laughs> you gotta pay. Because look, you gotta pay fifty four dollars every single time. All right. So now I'm like, all right, but you know what? It hit me because um, once you got your you got your license, you can go into a brokerage. Mm. And I on the sixth time, I was like, all right, I'm serious. I'm gonna pass this. I wore a suit and everything because I was gonna leave there and go straight to mm. Remax, Keller Williams, Century Twenty One, Berkshire, or one of them places. And that's when it hit me. You walking out there with a suit on. Everybody got uh, ball shorts on and things. Mm. And you like, man, I'm walking here past it. You didn't. That's when I really took it a little. Took I really started most studying. Most professional boards. Yeah, down, most like. professional person walking in there. <laughs> so that's when I had went ahead and um, started studying. I really started taking it serious. Then I felt again. Then I felt again. And then that's when like. I don't know what it, what was it about the last time, but it worked out and I passed. And then that's when I went. Hold on. So like time like seven, you finally decide I'm going to get serious and study. Were you not studying before? So what the thing is, and this is a gem for anybody that's trying to get their real estate license, right? They, you got to take two tests. You got to take the nationwide and you got to take the state. The state is the one. Mm. The state is hard. The nationwide is like a hundred and some questions and the state is like 30 some questions, right? So you're trying to study for both of them things at the same time. You're really wrecking your brain. Some people can do it. You know, great to them. But for a lot of people, I know a lot of people, it doesn't work like that. So what I did was on the ninth, on the eighth time, I focused on passing one, and I passed it. Then the next one, I went and just focused on passing one. So I literally passed on eight, I passed the state. On nine, I passed the... Uh, on nine, I passed the state. And on 10, I passed the nationwide. But the funny thing is about the test, they actually like... Hey, if you were David walking in the house and the ceiling is leaking, but David didn't sign a contract, but the seller's over there, what do you do? You like, let David know. Well, no, because you didn't tell it. Y'all didn't sign anything. It's it's funny situations like mm. that. So every time you think it's something right, it's wrong. But you weren't studying before. I'm sorry. I'm not I was studying, but it was like just trying to study the practice test, the in the back of the book questions. But when you mm. take the test, it's all scenarios. None is everything is a so scenario. You gotta go through the book and really understand the foundation of the question. Boom, and then you can go ahead and answer the scenarios correctly. But when it, that's a gem, bro. Yeah, that's a gem because yeah. that's like it's almost like in entrepreneurship, people they'll go on a webinar and say, "Yo, I got it," or they'll just buy the course and think that you don't have to go out and do anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you don't have like or or I'm just gonna do what. It says to do in a course, but mm -hmm. it, yo, you can't cover everything on a course. You, can't. you still gotta like learn the ropes. You gotta figure out the scenarios, Wisdom. the foundation. You gotta of actually try entrepreneurship. Yeah, you feel me? That's a gem. I just learned something. And the, and the crazy thing about it is, a lot of people they want to go ahead and hey, David has this course. I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna be a multimillionaire tomorrow, right? And but you gotta understand some things that you learn in process to be that multimillionaire happens with experience. Like every time in real estate, we're cold calling, we're calling people every day. Every single phone, I can't give you the exact words somebody's gonna say on every mm -hmm. phone call. It happens with experience. Then you start getting the feel of it mm -hmm. and the rhythm, rhythm of it. And I can't give you confidence. I can give you some advice to build up your confidence, but I can't give you confidence in a course so mm -hmm. you can be like the expert caller. It happens through experience. And that's, that's what a lot of people you know, try to take from a course, which is kind of like impossible. Man, I want to get you on this podcast, man, because you're young and you got like a a very unique determination. You know what I mean? Like you are the person that's going to invest in a mastermind, 
Oh, yeah. So you were talking about like, yo, up front, I'm like, yo, I just got to find mentorship. I'm with it. Up front from, so, so one of my friends, he said this to me. He said, I want to fail as fast as possible. I don't know what the hell is he talking about. Fail as fast. He said, because after you fail, you get a lesson. Once you get the lesson, you succeed. So if I figure out how to fail as fast as possible, then the next go around, I'm going to succeed. But a lot of people, they drag things out and they try to take as long as possible to figure things out. And then they end up failing in six months. Well, I failed in one week, but next week is up. Mm. Next week, we're making money. Next week, we're doing amazing things. Because I took, I jumped right into it and fell right out the gate. Mm. That way, I can next week and nothing but lessons and success and things like that. So a little quick thing, right? Me and this guy, me and my friend, we got in real estate at the exact same time, right? I told him, like, bro, you need to get this mentorship, right? I met this guy. He's going to be my mentor. He's going to help me out. He's like, nah, nah, nah. Next thing you know, he's like, yo, how the hell are you 10 deals, 15 deals? How, how the hell are you doing this? I'm like, I went and got that mentorship. I told you, I, I don't blame anybody for trying to figure things out on their own. I don't knock them. Mm. But if you literally can just get mentorship, if it costs, cut the check. Figure out that early on, then you can really kind of fast track a lot of things. So, like I said, we're trying to fail as fast as possible. So, all right, I failed. I, I scrubbed my knee. All right, get up. Which way do I need to walk this time? How do I need to walk this time? So now every day after that, we don't have to worry about it. What did you get from the mentorship? Um, just to just just to get into it, just to go. Because a lot of times, see, the thing is, people get into mentorship, people get into programs, people get into courses, people get into masterminds, looking for this entire big puzzle to be given to them. We all have our own puzzle, right? Mm. But the point of going to masterminds, people going, point of going to conferences, point of going to all these different things to look for your small piece, right? Because yeah. everybody got their puzzle. But if I go to three conferences and I get a one piece from each one, that might be the, literally the piece to help me make $100,000 this month. Mm. Might be the piece to make you a million dollars this year. Or it might be a piece to make you extra $10,000 that you never thought was even possible. So I go to these mentorships, masterminds, and like case in point, which you just asked me. And I, one of the things that really helped me, and from that point, was that age doesn't matter. Yeah. Because when I first got in, I was like, you know what? Everybody that I'm talking to, nobody my age is really doing exactly what I was doing at that time. So everybody I was seeking help from was 30 and up. So at that time, I'm 24, 23. So nobody was trying to figure things out like that, right? In my city. Bro, I was an physical. idiot at 23, bro. Yeah. I, had no, I had no... I don't know what I was thinking of at 23. I get that I, a lot. I, definitely not investing in no mentorship or... Yeah, that, nah, that's wild, bro. Yeah, so that's what, that's what, that's what kind of started separating me. So now I started realizing that, yo, the things that you're doing at 30-something, right, and I'm 23, is no different. There's no age group. There's no... It's not like one of them things where you got to be 18 and get involved. It's like, you don't got to be 26 to get involved. You got to be 30 to get involved. So I realized, like, these dudes that's making 10, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 a month at 30-something, they're literally doing the same thing that I can do. That's when it hit me. So my first mentor, um, my first mentor, and then it's funny because he ended up telling me, he was like, yo, you just did kind of more deals than I did. Mm. And I'm like... Yo, you just, and we found out we were trying to get the same house. He was like, yo, you just got the same house that I was bidding on. I was trying to get. And I'm like, dang. And then that's when it was that shift. He was like, yo, maybe I need to talk to you now. And that's when it really hit me like, yo, just because somebody's older than you, it doesn't matter that you can't do the exact same thing as they can do and then more. For sure. And then that's when I got the uh, the next mentorship, which was uh, Neo. Yeah. That was like mindset. He was like, 
one of the things you just said, you start bragging about stuff, and he's like, all right, so what's next? Yeah. That's when I turned up and Notch was like, all right, I got to, like, all right, he made $1,000 yesterday. All right, that's cool, but how are you going to do two today? Yeah. Or you did $10,000 last month. How are you going to do 20 this month? He yeah, just that... kept, it started getting frustrated because I'm like, yo, I can't <laughs> please you, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. But it worked out a good way because now it pushed me. And one of the things I tell people all the time is don't try to always focus on the people in your circle, in your catering. Neil's not in real estate, right? Mm. I mean, he's in real estate in a way, but he's not in real estate like I am. So... At that point, I'm like, okay, let me start hanging around other people because everybody in real estate talks about the same thing. They do the same stuff, use the same system, all the same, everything, right? So I went in and started hanging around other people like Neo, Josh, all these other people. And then what I realized was the things that they're utilizing can work for my business. Text blasting, you know, email marketing you know, word and copy, all these different types of things. And I took that back to my business, you know, click the link and all these different types of things. And I started, you know what? Why can't I just text that link and schedule? Why can't I just, I took all that stuff that they were using for an Amazon and all those different types of things like that. And then that's when I put it back into my business. And now everybody that's in real estate with me, they're like, where the hell you learn that right, at? Right, right, right. I'm like, y'all hanging around doing these same groups talking about how to cold Yo. call. I took it over here and they taught me some stuff to really figure out how to do this from home. Yeah, yeah. I, I think even in like mentorship, it's not, and just for me, it's not always about what the mentor says. Mm -hmm. It's really the, the psychology and the ideology. And if you can adopt the way somebody thinks, you mm -hmm. can have what they have. If you look at... Um, like successful people, biographies and things like that, you're not watching to get the exact game. You're watching it so you can figure out what their day-to-day -day is, yeah. how are they operating, how do they listen to things, how they look at things, how they analyze things, and you could bring it back. Nigga always tell me all the time, he like, bro, you literally just ran my play without even telling me. Because you watch, <laughs> you pay attention, you see things, and I do that with all my mentors and things like that. And that's how I was able to, like, kind of start early. 2017 is 2021, 2017 those three, four years and really, like, turn it up kind of fast. Wow. So, so so were you doing well in real estate before you started wholesaling? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Being a, we, so, I started out 2017 being a realtor, and we were doing good at that. Like, first year, I got licensed March 2017. By December, I did 16 deals. Damn! So, people were trying to figure out what the hell were you doing? And... I hung around people that weren't in real estate. So I started utilizing things. Like the things hung that around I, people that weren't in real estate. So mm. people were trying to figure out, like, what are you doing? I was using SMS text, um, SMS blasts. I was using ringless voicemail systems. I was using um, email. I was using social media. They were like, how to, like, yo, I be wholesaling deals from the DMs. Like, literally, it's so funny. Hold on, were you wholesaling? Hold on, were you wholesaling? When you got your license initially? Or? So when I first got started, I was doing real estate deals, like realtor deals, like helping like somebody buy else. a house, help somebody sell a house. And then, so to give you the full story, right, I got it started there in 2017, right? Then 2018-ish, around that time, I met with my, one of my friends, my, my one of my partners at the time. And he was like, yo, listen, man, I just did a deal that was like 30 grand. And I was like, all right, my deals are like, Eight ten thousand dollars each transaction being hold a on realtor. real quick. So first off, you get your real estate license, and then sixteen transactions like house sales, real not wholesaling. Yeah, this is just regular house sales. What was that activity like? What you mean? Like, what were you doing to get? I mean, you had to be out here. 
Oh, I was Working. pumping. I was pumping. If I tell you, I'm going I'm to tie this all together, but I'm like the laziest guy now because I started out pumping. I'm talking about I'm working, and it reminds you, right, I was working in a retirement home. So to give you my food, bring it all back together, right, uh, 2011, I graduated high school, right? I went straight to college with the Penn State Abington, right? A lot of people, I don't knock college, but it wasn't for me. They actually kicked me out. I got a .8 GPA, so that means I was getting all Fs in one day. I had a point. I was I was doing everything up at school which you wasn't supposed to be. Doing. Right, right. So um, they kicked me. I remember he taught the dean or whoever he was. Yeah, the dean. They pulled me into the office and they're like, "Look, listen. Based on your academics, like, look, you just this is not a good fit." So I'm like, "All right." So they kicked me out and I went to community college. Got a little bit better, but still the same situation. So then I worked at a retirement home. I was making ten dollars an hour there doing dietary. So I was literally feeding old people. That was my job. Wore a uniform. They made you wear like this fake tuxedo looking type of thing <laughs> with an apron and all that. And I was working there making 10 hours an hour and I was doing any and every shift possible. And the biggest thing, and this is what started my journey of trying to like, yo, I'm worth more an hour. I remember it was like yesterday. So I worked seven to three feeding old people. Then I worked four to 10 doing um, dishwashing because you could switch, switch shirts and go in the bag and dishwash. Then in the wintertime, it was a heavy snowstorms back to back. I stayed overnight, and you, since the uh, the elderly come out early, you got to shovel snow throughout the night. Like, mm. while the snow is coming down, you got to shovel because they don't want no accidents, somebody slip and fall. Mm. You know, you 80, 70 years old, you slip, it might be a wreck. For sure. So now I'm working overnight shoveling. I remember in two weeks. An hour. Well, you shovel, you made a little bit more because it's overnight. Mm. But I remember when I had uh, got my check two weeks. It was like $1,300. Mm. But remember, I was working 7 to 3 in the morning, and I was spending night at the job. I said, yeah, nah. nah. I ain't never do no overnight shifts after that. And I just still did my 7 to 3 shift. And then that's when I was like, I got to figure something out. I started out. I started selling clothes. Me and my partner, we had a clothing line. Mm. We was doing good at that, but it still wasn't my passion. That's when 2017, I got into the real it's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts.
Clint State thing. Gotcha. Failed my test a bunch of times, then finally passed it. And then March 2017, I got my license. And from there to December, I went ahead and um did like 16 deals, exactly 16 deals. It was more than that, but like a couple of them didn't go through because mm-hmm. you bought a you bought a car the day before, right. you bought the house, like some dumb stuff <laughs> right, like right, that. Right. So it would have been like 20 something, probably like 26. What, what were you doing to go get those deals? Exactly. So now what I was doing was I was using social media. So I was literally putting, I was doing posts. Like let's say, for example, uh, so it's, it's funny, right? My whole following is like 70% women. So I knew that, right? So you can look at the insights, look at the analytics. So now, I don't want to be biased, but what do women like? They like nice kitchens. They like nice bathrooms, things like that. So I started posting was kitchens. The new, was the newfound beard that got you on the... Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> it could have been but a beard. Yeah. When I look back at 2017, all my closings was like, if I had 16 closings, it was like 14 women. Dang. Yeah, all of them was women. So now... All my DMs is women. So now, I, because I'm posting kitchens, I'm posting bathrooms, I'm like, yo, women are crushing it. All this type of stuff. Women coming in. And they just like, I want to buy a house. I want to buy a house. I want to utilize you. And then what I realized, right, about women, and I don't want to sound sexist and nothing like that, what I realized is a lot of times, and one of my mentors said, figure out what's your ideal client. So I said, I went and looked at that, and I said, you know what? My ideal client is single woman, has over $10,000 saved, and they just ready to just to go. They just ready to buy something, right? And I realized that because now when you have, when a girl or woman has a has a boyfriend or husband, he has all the say-so or someone has all the say-so. And I realized that a lot of these dudes wouldn't even come look at the houses. A lot of dudes wouldn't even want to be involved. But now she trying to figure out FaceTime me. If he said he don't like it, it's over with. Mm. So then I really trying to target it more to that. And it was like, because now they're looking like, okay, I still want a, a male figure to kind of like take charge. I see. And I became that male figure. So I now see. I'm like, I think this is a good spot. And they're like, if you say it's a good, it's a good. Yeah. And I wasn't just trying to say it. It literally was like, I think that's a bad one. I think this is a good one. And that's how I really started running up like that's that. That's lit. That's lit. Yes. So I knew exactly what my what my audience was. Yeah, bro. Man, I be trying to tell people, bro. You got to you know, who know you're your audience. To. Yeah, you got to know who you're talking to. Because some people are like, yo, anybody that wants to buy a house. But if you don't, like, I think you're going to catch the type of bait that you put out. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever whatever bait you put out, that's the fish that you're going to catch. Mm-hmm. And because people are putting out so much different bait, they're getting bites everywhere, but I can't necessarily tie you to, yo, this is my hero. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is my, this is the person that's always talking to me. Yeah. And it's really hard to grow a following that way. It's really it's hard to build hard. a business that way. It's super. It's actually come with impossible if you don't really understand who your audience is and who you're talking to. So that's how I utilize that as far as me, you know, targeting people on social media and also the backing about it mm-hmm. is a lot of people, as far as whatever business you do, I don't care if it's real estate, selling hair, selling clothes, selling sneakers, whatever it is you do, you need to target your friends and family first. Really? I keep telling people that. Yo, look, listen, right? You got a, you, you got a, you had a clothes, you still got a clothing line? Yeah. So what we did was when I first started my clothing line was with my partner, I text all my friends and family first. Hey, look, I got the shirt, you should buy it. They're going to buy it because they want to support you. Mm-hmm. You post all them pictures on the gram. Yeah. They're going like, dang, this thing is jumping. Like, I need, I, I feel like I'm out of something. I'm missing something. Mm-hmm. I did the same thing with houses. I text all my friends and family, reach out to them. Like four deals, five deals was mm-hmm. like literally my cousins, my friends, and you'd be surprised how 
legit people are. One of my cousins, ratchet. I'm talking about like literally, <laughs> we was she was arguing at the closing table, and I was so embarrassed. But I'm talking about seven something credit score, paperwork, all it was in order, everything was legit. Mm. So you'd be surprised who you talk to or who you scared to talk to that's actually about to make you your next check. Mm. So if you target your friends and family who already are comfortable with you. And if you already a hard worker all your life, they're going to be like, well, I'm, if he's hard working that, he's going to be hard working in this. So they'll trust you. So now... I think it's easy. Obviously, it's the the path of uh, least resistance. I mean, mm-hmm. it could be the path of most resistance. But the reason I tell people... For sure, you need to reach out to them because that's mm-hmm. who you can touch. But don't be... Um, don't be tied to the outcome of that. Oh, yeah. Because if your friends and family don't buy, you're so depressed and yeah, you're like, oh, you I think they're supposed to buy. But yo, my I, I don't I don't target, and maybe it's now, I don't target my friends and family because I expect them not to buy from me. True, true. And I had to change my mindset because every time I launch a product or I'm selling something, I'm trying to get them to buy from me. Mm-hmm. And then I get upset and then I take their opinion on why I should or shouldn't be doing this. And I was really, I was getting mad at them, but I should have been mad at myself for not being able to sell to the other 7 billion people in the world. Yeah. You, you got to be me? reaching out to everybody. 100%. And including 100%. them. A lot of people are and only reaching on out to them. your friends and family. Yeah. To get it out the way, but don't be emotionally exactly. tied to Exactly. I'm like, I'm shoot the shot. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah. If it does work, great. Now I got a live testimonial. But mm-hmm. a lot of, what a lot of people's problem is, they scared to look like the newbie. Facts. Everybody's scared to look like the newbie, right? I'm scared to talk to my friend or my family member or my cousin, whoever, because they know I just got started yesterday. Yeah. Where I can pump fake to this person over here and they think I've been doing this for five <laughs> or ten years. Right, right. Well, the thing is, if you've been a hard worker all your life, right, and you sell to your friends and your family, they're already like, yo, this dude been hustling since day one, so I'm pretty sure he's going to be good at this too. Yeah. Let me give him a shot, right? And then there you can utilize that as, uh, I don't say guinea pig, but just to get the ball rolling. So and then when you get to the random person, you're already an expert almost because yeah. you already went through those processes already. That's and that's how I got started. So I was using social media and I was utilizing the people that already trusted me as a human being first. And then I just, just added some extra sauce to get them to trust me as real estate. And then that's how we kind of got ran through 2017. Wow. So twenty. So the, the very next year, what, it was 2018? 2018, I said... Your, your man make 30 grand, and you're like, what's that? Right. Yeah, I said, we. He, I'm like, you do real estate too? He's like, yeah, and that's how we do it. So, because 2017, I was running. Remember, I still, I didn't quit my job right at the gate. So I literally got up at 4 in the morning, researching stuff, Presetting text messages. So Man. at 8 a.m., I'm sending, say you want to buy us. At pre, at, I'm presetting the text at seven, at 4 in the morning. At 8 o'clock, I creep off to the bathroom. Send all those messages. Because you know when you want an iPhone, the messages don't delete. You right, just go right. back to the thread. Mm-hmm. Send all those messages. Hey, let me know. I'm going in a meeting for a couple hours, so I'll call you back a little later. Just let me know. <laughs> at 2 o'clock. Everybody's going to change a bedpan or something weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, real time. Then... And when I clock out at 3 o'clock, I just change my clothes and I'm doing house stuff all the way till 10 o'clock at night. And um, and then one of the things that messed me up was my wife, my girlfriend at the time, she was like, yo, like you really nonstop every day of the week. Mm. And then one of the things was it was Easter Sunday. And 
everybody was, all the family was together eating dinner. And I was like, yo, I'm out here just doing this house stuff. This ain't cool. Like, it's not, so I'm working from literally 4 a.m. to 10 o'clock at night, seven days straight. Mm. So that's when 2018 hit. And I said, I got to switch gears. I took Sundays off. And then I met my homie, my friend. And he said, yo, I did this and I made 30 grand. And I'm like, all right, how? Because I'm working just as hard as you. And these deals is seven, eight, $10,000, right? And that's when he showed me the wholesale model. He showed me that setup. And that's when it just went off from there. And I really, I connected with two other individuals on my team, right? And I said, look, every deal I get, I'm referring it. I don't even want the deals anymore. I'm focusing on this. So I literally um, still did a couple deals, right? It was 2019 when I really went 100%. I don't want it. Like, if it comes to me, I don't, I don't even want to touch it. But 2018, I still was picking and choosing the ones that I really liked and stuff like that. Then I started really just referring everything out. Now I'm a referral guy. Like, I don't, everything is just referred out. Just give me 50% and refer it out. not selling any houses. No, no, hell no. Hell no. Hell no. I probably help probably literally like 500 people right now make money every day, every month. Every, because I get leads all the time still. Like, because my name in Philly, like, every, a lot, I won't say everybody knows me, but I got a lot of people that knows me in Philly. Mm. So now everybody called me. I saw my boss. Hey, like early, right before we got here, somebody still called me. Hey, you, hey, I want, hey, look, text this person. They're going to help you out. They're going to connect you. And then boom, I just get 50% of that. You got some, so do you be getting like those, those, uh, like probate deals and people that's get, behind W2s and all that? We get everything. In Philly. We get everything. Yo, give me a W2, bro. I get you whatever. You got some W2? You think some, some stuff be coming across your desk? Like Every, yo, listen. Not W2, subject to. Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. You want, you want to know my problem is right now? And I'm about to share, I'm going to share some game in here that my mentees will probably hate. And I told them, I said, yo, because we do coaching calls every Wednesday, mm. 8 o'clock. I said, I can't because I don't know how long this is going to go. Right. So let's just push it back to Thursday. And it was like, yo, you about to give them some stuff. And I said, you know what? They're going to be upset, but I said, I'm going to give on this, on today, I'm going to give so much game that people probably never even heard of because I know 90% of people are not going to use it. Right. 90% of the people that watch this not going to utilize this, No, not even realizing that I'm about to show people how to make extra $100,000 this year with less than $1,000 out of their pocket. Well, let's do it. Let's, let's start right, right. now. Let's so, go. all right, bet. So, my problem today is I have too many houses that I can buy. Like, so when you say I can, you need a deal, I can get you one. Your problem is you have too many houses that you can buy. Yeah, because we get so many deals, mm. right? Utilizing the systems that I'm about to break down. And that's what I want people to start realizing, understanding how to set up options for yourself, right? So you want to get in the real, you are in real estate, right? You are Hello, in real estate. I got a few. Right, so what's your biggest problem right now in like scaling up in real estate? Well, I don't know. I'm not like heavy in real So I, I got a commercial building and I have nice. three units in Louisiana and they're managing it. It's fully, mm-hmm. um, fully occupied. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess the scale is finding some real cheap property that I can use right here in Atlanta. Exactly. That's people's problem. One is money, obviously. And two, nobody knows how to find any properties. That's the biggest problem for everybody. So, my problem is I have too many houses to buy because we literally know how to find them nonstop, easy, every single day. So I'm going to give give some game real quick. If somebody wants to get a deal literally right now and it barely doesn't cost them any money out of pocket, you know how when a, a realtor puts a for sale sign up front, 
They mm-hmm. put us, hey, house is for sale, mm-hmm. and they have a contract, six months or 12 months to buy the house, right? Sell the house. Mm-hmm. If they don't sell it, it turns into an expired listing, a failed listing. The realtor right. tried to sell it, it failed, it expired. So let me ask you this. If you were trying to sell your house for 12 months and it didn't sell, for 12 months, you've been trying to sell this house for 12 months, the realtor tried to sell it and it could not sell, and I come for $100,000, and I come to you and I say, look, I got 65, 70 grand for you. Would you consider it? Of course. All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it, and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So even this podcast we're listening to right now, there needs to be conversation. I want to hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Like, let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're a like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect, connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships. Okay. So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. Um, the support is um the support is appreciated. Okay. Thank you so much. Now back to the episode. Also, on top of that, I tell you, hey, look, listen, going through me, you don't have to pay Rosa commissions. Mm-hmm. Going through me, you don't have to pay transfer taxes. So now, you're really not even taking the $35,000 loss because I'm cutting out all the fees that you was going to have to pay anyway. So if people want to get a deal like today, like literally today, all you got to do is you can go to, you can reach out to a realtor to give them a list of expires, or you can use, utilize a system that I use called PropStream. And now okay. you can literally go ahead and search a zip code or several zip codes, all expire listings, or they call them failed listings. You have it on your phone? What, PropStream? Yeah. That's it? Yo, let's look at a play. Look at this area right here, Chambly. And I want to know, are there some oh, the expired... signal here crazy is it? right now, yeah. Oh, yeah. Joe, yeah, let's, let's give him the crazy. internet real quick. Cause so... I, wa- I, wanna, I wanna see it, bro. Like, I gotta, I gotta see it. <laughs> I want to, like, I've been hearing about the prop stream joint, and I just never, uh, nobody can show it to me. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see, like, some spots in this area. Because my goal is, you know, we got event space here, and mm-hmm. I actually build another event space right now. Nice. So, literally a- across the street. Oh, so, I nice. want to get some Airbnb in this area, because when people come in town, where are you going to stay? Yeah. Right by the event that you're going to have. Exactly. So I would have no problem getting that joint rented out. But like I said, that's the problem. I need a, Finding the stuff is exactly. the problem people always have. So that's how we set up. We do uh, event space as well, too. Thanks to Neil. You got a, you got a space? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I used that space to retire my mom. She wanted to do event space before event space was probably even thing. Venue halls. Really? Like, that's the thing. So I went ahead and utilize, utilizing a real estate model. Got her two places, and that thing just be going off. Word. All right, yeah. so so she got you got the uh, internet. Show me, y'all, show me the prop stream. What is this zip code, Joe? 30341? 30341. It's not 14? 30341? Okay. I don't know why I would ask you to give me an answer, then I question your answer. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. So, all right, let me see. Pull, pull it up real quick. Let me see the property. Hold on, I'm about to log in real quick. Okay. And you'll find anywhere in the in the anywhere country. in the world. Anywhere in the world. So you don't use Zillow? Nah. I'll be on Zillow, so I'll figure nah. it out. 
Well, actually, if you want to utilize that stuff like that, you can go ahead to Realtor.com. Realtor.com is better. Than Zillow? Realtor.com is better than Zillow. But do I give you all that tax information and all that on Realtor.com? Well, the tax information, a little bit, but if you in your county, you can go ahead and look up the taxes. All that stuff, public record. Okay, I got you. Yeah, and then also, right, even if for you, right, let's say, so PropStream is $100 a month. If you go to EndlessProps.com, EndlessProps.com, you get a free trial so you can use it for a week and just play with it. So I thought I'd show you this. Give me a zip code real fast. Uh, 303 what? 41? 30341. Georgia. Yeah. And it shows... Okay. See the whole map? And we can, okay. And we got over 9,000 properties that came up, right? Dang! Just like that, over 9,000 properties came up. So then we get this filters tab right here. Right. And then you can go ahead and play with this MLS status. See MLS status right here? Mm-hmm. Fail. So you go you go for the fail. That means they tried to sell it and couldn't. It couldn't. They, they, a little they, more... they pissed off. They... You're trying to sell out for 12 months. Let's say, for example, you still got a mortgage. You're paying $500 to $1,000 every month for 12 behind. months. You might be behind or you just might be pissed off on top of that. You're paying a utility bill every single month on top of that mm. because you want to make sure at least the lecture going with people coming in. All this stuff been going on for 12 months. You ain't making no money. That's crazy. I didn't even think it was 9,000 houses. 9,000 came up, see, right? So now, right? Say under 200,000. And now 198 properties, literally 198 properties came up right there. Why is that's that all failed. All these are failed. All of them failed. So this if you wanted to, right, you could reach out to all every that this this joint around the corner. You can have that. So on Peace Street Road. I can have that. I like how you be talking. You can have that. He said, you can have that joint. You can have that. Imagine Yo, you reach out to every single one of them. Let's do the let's do the the math. Like imagine you reach out to 181 people. You you mean to tell me ain't at least one of them gonna say, all right, I'm cool with that. You do that every single day. What you think gonna happen? So how do you know how much they try to sell it for? Let Yo, this got the loan balance on there and everything? Everything. Is that accurate? Accurate. Well, the loan balance is not gonna be like to specific. But it's close. Because you still gotta get payoff and stuff like that. But yeah. Because you try to sell a house today, you still wanna get a, a mortgage payoff. It has to be updated to the month that you're selling it. So let's say, for example, you're selling it. But it's close. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you can go on there and you can see how much, around about how much my owe on the house. Look, I'm about to show you something. Which really helps because I know you ain't, I know y'all got no, Look, I know y'all. The owner's name is Susan. She bought this, this house is three beds, three and a half bath, 2,400 square feet, right? You got all the public information. You got it. Look, MLS details right here. MLS multiple listing service, right? She tried to sell this for four sixty eight, right? And it's been on the market for two hundred fifty one days. Dang. Yeah, she doing too much. Yeah, she doing too much. You got the <laughs> details when it was listed. She changing realtors, all this type of stuff. She been trying to sell this thing. It ain't selling. It's frustrating. You come in well, at she four hundred because she look. She's. She, you can see that she changed realtors. You see everything. She probably super stuck on that price, and mm -hmm. it, ain't, it ain't worth it. Yeah, but now, but you can put that in your follow. And then the she's probably considering that six percent, and if you can come to her with less than that six percent, let's look at this, right? Let's look at this. Let's say she went to sell it for four sixty eight. Let's say you come in at four hundred thousand. Four hundred thousand. 
times six percent is twenty four thousand dollars. So if you she like that, I'm taking a sixty thousand dollar loss. Really, she's taking like a thirty six or forty thousand dollar loss mm. because you already taking twenty some thousand out. And also, if you cover the transfer tax and things like that, she taking it's not even as big as a loss she think. Mm. The reason why people upsell their properties because they want to cover the transfer taxes, realtor fees, sellers assist, all those different types of things like that. But if you come at them like we ain't got to worry about none of that, you could literally do this every single day. You get a deal every day. This is how I really... So when I first got started, right, me and my partner, we were looking envelopes, typing it, putting, typing up letters saying, hey, I want to buy your house, X, Y, and Z. So one of the things you can do is called driving for dollars. Mm-hmm. You're driving around the neighborhood writing down all your addresses. Right. Me and my partner literally used to do that every Sunday, 8 o'clock in the morning. Start stuffing letters, you know, send them on the mail. Those stamps is expensive, right? So then after doing that a while, we, we closed some deals, but you realize like, those this is taking some time and this is a lot of money. So then I started getting into, like, how can I make this a lot easier? Like, I told you, I'm lazy. Like, I'm trying to... I get lazy over the years because you just learn how to do things a lot better mm. and faster and easier going around. I said, you know, let me try this expired listing thing. Boom. Lady texting back. She said, y'all take it. All through the text message. Mm. I didn't even show you that the pictures of the house is already up. You don't have to go look at it. You don't have to do anything. You got the number. You got the number they bought it for, what year they bought it for, how much they paid for it, how, what the realtor's name that they used, they was using. You got all the details and all the pictures. They got 50 pictures up there. Why do you need to come check the house out? You just make mm. it less than what it was. And you do this every single day from Yo, home. That's crazy. You literally do this every single day from home. I, my first time ever doing this, I was like, this can't be this easy. I'm texting a lady. I'm texting a lady. She said she won $50,000 for this house, right? I said, all right, look, I'm going to shoot at 30. She said, nah, nah. I said, look, miss. I- What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. And you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. 
How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people t- listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no right now yet you got time no pressure you get us back but use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free so don't wait so secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country join us july 4th and 5th in atlanta let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality y'all head over to podcastsummit.com use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal the best i can do is 30 because of the market and one of the things that people always do is and i understand this because you're a stranger to them, is a lot of people are cocky. A lot of wholesalers, a lot of real estate individuals just cocky. I don't know because you make money, you like a little hair strong. I, I don't know, right? But the biggest thing that people don't do is say why. So somebody call you and they say, I want to buy your house. They're like, yo, I'll give you 50000 for it. And you say no. And you're just like trying to, ah, I'm not doing it. But what we do is, hey, look, listen. The best I can do is you want, uh, want $100,000. The best I can do is $50,000. And here's why. That why changes everything because now it's like nobody ever says they usually just shoot it out there and just say take it or leave it. I'm calling you. I'm harassing you. At least I can do is owe you the respect of telling you why I'm a low ball you. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, the best I can do is $50,000 and here's why. I understand that you want $100,000. I know you understand you want $110,000 for your house. But properties are going for like $120,000, $130,000 around that area, right? Well, you already told me the house is a little up, a little dated. The kitchen is pink. The bat, the uh, the kitchen is pink. The bathroom is pink. The carpet is pink. All this old stuff, right? Mm. So now, with that being said, a lot of these houses selling for one thirty are updated, hardwood floors, stainless steel appliances. So I might have to put some money into it to get it up to that. And you want me to pay the same price or ten thousand dollars less as the updated houses? Uh, you kind of got a point. That's an extra five minutes on the phone. Mm. But you explain it why. So then the number starts going down, right? I like to call it the price versus value approach. Remember, any people prices can go up and down once you add value and information to it. Mm. The more value and information I give a person affects the price of the product. You give me information about the shirt you're wearing, and you tell me what it stands for, uh, dang, it's worth $50 now. Yeah. So now if I give you information about a house, like, yo, this is what's selling. And what a lot of people don't understand is just because they own a house does not mean they know more about real estate than you, right? Mm, so, yeah, people inherited a house. People mm. bought the house 30, 40 years ago. Everything is different these Here days. In real life situation, like a, a, a negotiation that you remember, like they started high and you, you got it for where you wanted it. 
Uh, this guy he wanted two hundred. He wanted two hundred and six. He wanted two hundred and seventy five thousand dollars for his house. I got it down to like one sixty. I got it to like one sixty two or something like that. Yeah, he wanted two seventy five. Mm-hmm. You got it for one sixty two. Yep. How? So first and foremost is you build rapport, saying that why, telling them exactly what's going on. And then the one thing that a lot of people don't do is they say whole numbers. You say I said 162. A lot of people start out with, okay, I'm going to give you $100,000 flat. If I call you right now and I say, look, listen, I want to buy your business for, from you for um, a million flat, right? It sounds like BS. Like, yeah. where'd you get a million from? Yeah. All right, look, the best I can do is always do a funny number. The best I can do is 162500 <laughs> Where did that come from? Well, you know, HVAC, roof, you got... And it's like, yo, this dude really did his math a little bit. So Ness already gives you cool points right there because now they're like, okay, I can't BS this guy. I can't... You didn't I, feel no type of way going down a hundred and something thousand dollars, bro? Well... I would be mad. I would be nervous. Well, worst thing they're going like to say is... Worst thing they're going to say is no. Well, I ain't getting this to be a social worker. <laughs> The worst thing they're gonna say is the worst thing they're gonna say is no. And then the second thing about it, 275 was already high. 275 was already high. So he was shooting for the moon. But also you gotta realize, ask people, why do you want it? What are you planning on doing when you get that 275? What are you, why are you selling your house? And then you realize that a lot of people are selling their house for 275 because the house there in Georgia, they wanna buy is 275. They trying to swap out. This doesn't the real estate don't work out like that, right? The numbers are different. $270,000 back in Philly might be a big difference, 275 down here. Y'all getting yeah. land and all types of stuff mm-hmm. like that. So you understand that. And once you kind of break that and understand, let them understand, like, hey, this is not a real swap out type of thing, you are, you just really chiseling it off more and more and more and more. And next thing you know, it's going from 275 to 250 to 200, then 180. And it just cheap. And then a lot of times you might not do it on the first run. You follow up in a couple of days. They realized like they got time to sit on it and think about it, like, dang, this 275 really not gonna work. Also, on top of that, you're not the only person calling them. Right. Don't even think you're cool enough to be the only person calling them. The whole world is calling them. But you start realizing if they entertain your offer, that means they sent that, they they, they talking to you and they sit that the number out to you confidently, they sit that to a couple other people. Mm-hmm. So, um, Mr. Shans, it's uh, safe to say you got a couple other people you talked to already, right? Yeah, I talked to a couple people. Everybody want to buy my house. All right. Um, what number did you tell them 275 to? Y'all told everybody 275. Said anybody bite on that? Like, nah, yeah, well, yeah, one person did. I'm like, why are we? I'm not going to lie to you. 275 is a, is a great deal. You should call them back and hang up with me and call them back. Right, <laughs> right. Well, you know, uh, they're not getting that number. Mm. So you start utilizing all those things, and that's how you start bringing them down. It's a, it's like a five-punch combo. Where you learn all this stuff? Trial and error. Just trying to figure it you out. You always naturally good at sales, though? I've been selling since I was a kid. Mm. I've been So when I was a kid, I was selling candy. I was selling waters. I cut grass. I was selling tasty cakes in the classroom. Mm. I, sold, I was probably so happy and not happy about I sold everything, you, single thing you right, think right, of. Right, yeah, right. so it's like... It's like second nature. Right. And then also, um, I read this book called Pitch Anything by Oren Claff. Pitch Anything. Pitch Anything is, so what people have two different sides of their brain. They have like this neurological side and they have what they call a crocodile side. So the main thing you want to do is not hit the crocodile side because crocodiles, they end up going to defense mode. So if mm. I say something to you and say, look, listen, 
You want to sell your house. You want to sell your house for $200,000, and I say 100. Instantly, you're in defense mode. I'm saying something that's kind of disrespectful. It's throwing you off. You burnt out. You're ready to hang up. So now I'm saying things that's going to allow to hit the other side of the brain. So one thing that you guys can do as people that's watching when you cold calling somebody is start out with the person's name. You have all the information already there. So, for example, I'm not going to say, hey, can I speak to David? First thing you're going to do is, who is this? You're going to hang up. Mm. Hey, David, how you doing today? Um, I'm good. Who is this? Yeah. Oh, my name is Derek. I'm a real estate investor. I seen your property, and you go from there. But you bought more time, and then you kind of hit that other side of the brain because they're trying to figure out who this is mm. without going to defense mode. You sound like a bill collector instantly. You like, I'm right. not cutting no, I'm not paying no money right now. Right. <laughs> and that's how you kind of like utilize all these different tactics to get your deals. And then the best thing I was telling you to find your deals is utilizing. I like going straight to the source. I'm going straight to the people that already kind of want to sell their house. So we use like the expired listings method. Um, we go after. I like that. I want to play on your app for like after <laughs> this is over. I just want to like just look and see what's going on in the streets. Yeah, you really utilize this. I should. I give a login and all that. You can play with it. No, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. All right, give me give me one more hack. One more hack. So one thing that I like to do is when you're on. So you're on PropStream. That's the uh, the system I was telling you guys, right? When you go on PropStream, you can literally type in the years of ownership. So if I type, what a lot of people don't do this, right? They go after, they'll just go to a PropStream and they'll just type in, hey, I'm looking for houses in this zip code, right? So what I do is I'll go like 10 years ownership, eight years ownership. Somebody owned a house for some time now. A lot of times you might find a house or 15 years ownership. I'm going after somebody that had this house for a minute. They probably got some wear and tear. They probably tired of it. The kids probably grown and left. I'm going after the older people right out the gate, people that have been and had this house for a long time. Mm. And that's the one way we kind of like get deals is by going after directly people that had that house for a minute and they probably want to get rid of it anyway. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. All right, so I, I, I definitely want to um, hear about your, your mentorship. So what, is, what does it involve? So my mentorship program is you get, right out the gate, you get two courses, right? And I'm always, every year I'm doing a new course, right? Mm -hmm. So what that means is we got Wholesale, it's called Wholesale Seekers Elite, right? Mm -hmm. So we got Wholesale Seekers Elite 1, and then we got Wholesale Seekers Elite 2.0, and I'm working on 3.0 right now. And that's specifically for the mentees. So they get updated information every, get the new, every six months we're giving out new information because I'm learning something new all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm paying for mentorship, I'm paying for classes. I'm going to other real estate events paying, I literally paid $5,000 for one Zoom call just to get some games, some cutting edge mm -hmm. stuff. And I learned it and I give it back to the mentees, right? So now they're getting updated information as I'm getting it, right? So that's first and foremost you get. That's what you can learn in between time. Then on top of that, you get the contracts, you get the scripts, you get the program, you get every single thing you need. You get a whole kit. Then on top of that, we have uh, a private Facebook community where other people are doing deals, other people are new, other people are vets, and we're sharing deals. I'm, I literally, like I told you, I'm a referral guy. I'm sending deals to the mentees and they're like, hey, I get deals in other states. In other cities, I'm saying, hey, you close it out. Just, you know, give me a little bit back if you want. Or sometimes I just give it to them, right? Mm -hmm. it's like, you can just have it. I see that you're trying. You're trying to put something together. You can just have it. Don't even worry about it. Just give me a shout out or something, right? Yeah. And then on top of it, the final touch is we do weekly coaching calls every single Wednesday, 8 o'clock sharp. I have not missed one yet. Weekly you're on coaching a, calls. You're on a Zoom call with me. Yep. 8 p.m. sharp. Everybody's unmuted. Mm -hmm. And I'm literally teaching something new every single week. And people ask, like, how do you learn something new every single week? 
Well, because I'm actually like still doing this stuff actively. So I literally might tell you a story that happened today and how I overcame it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so for example, I had a guy that wanted to back out his contract. And he was like, well, I don't want to sell my house no more because he saw how much he really was going to get after he paid his mortgage and mm-hmm. his water bill and stuff like that. And you could do something called a Liz Pendants, right? So that means I'm basically putting a lien on the house, basically. He can't sell the house to anybody else while we're going through right. this process. But what people don't even realize is if you send that text to somebody, that scares the crap out of them. Look, listen, you know, I'm sorry we weren't able to put this together. Um, what I'm going to do is my lawyer is going to be in contact with you from here on. We're starting a list pendants process. Whoa, wait, wait. Whoa, what's going on? Mm. All right, look, listen. All right, I'll sell the house. So I'm talking about process, things like that. So every week, it's something new to talk about because I'm actually going through a different scenario every single day. And then also, we do role play. We do script practice. And sometimes I'm on a call to midnight. And because... I allow my mentees to jump on and share their deals, and I'm going to analyze it. So, hey, look, that's a good one. Keep it going. Call them back tomorrow. Get that contract mm-hmm. signed. Or like, no, it's not a good deal. You should um, you should change that. Gotcha. gotcha. And we're doing that every single week, every Wednesday. Besides this Wednesday, because today is Wednesday, yeah. but we're doing it tomorrow. That's dope, man. Yeah, so. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah, people will tell me all the time, like, yo, you're kind of doing too much. Yeah. But my thing is, I want to make sure that people win. That's my biggest thing. Like, make, cause like for me, when I first got started, when I was young, so I didn't have nobody my age was doing stuff like this. And then two, I understand how it feels to be the only person that's passionate about something and you can't find nobody else's passion. I'm pretty sure when you got started, you like, yo, I just want to vent to somebody about this. Like, yo, this person hung up on me. I want to vent to somebody about this. And you could talk to your girlfriend, you talk to your wife, you talk to your mom. But they, they're only going to get it to an extent because they love you. They're not going to get it to the extent because they actually really care about it. Mm-hmm. I, I can go ahead and tell you, like, we become best friends. I can tell you about something. You get it because you're like, yo, that's my man. Yeah. I, I'm passionate because he's passionate, but I don't really care about that outside of that. So being in a group, like a Facebook community, or me just taking the time to talk to somebody because they might, like, you literally, it's hard out here. It's hard being an entrepreneur, especially in real estate, calling people all day long to get them to go ahead and sell their house. Then I go ahead and tell people the second level about it is start utilizing, which I'm pretty sure you utilizing now, is virtual assistants. Not yet. I can't. Well, I, we got one oh, for this man. space. But I mean, for, for what I'm doing, one, I, I need to learn how to communicate with virtual assistants. Mm-hmm. But two, for what I'm doing... I don't know. It hasn't been, like, super pressing. Right. So, um, yeah, it might... You got to... You can fill a void in your business with a virtual assistant for something. Yeah, and then maybe I had the wrong person. I had somebody uh, doing, like, uh, it was, like, commenting, but, like, the way they were, like, commenting on my social channel, it didn't even make sense, like, what you were saying as a reply to the person. You, uh... You have a... You ever use them for like DMs? Mm-mm. So you can get your virtual assistant to DM every single person that follow you. Do you have somebody that does that? Hmm? They DM every single person that follows you. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? What? Oh, hey, like, hey, like start the conversation, get this thing, get everything rolling. Hey, what's up? My name is Derek. I appreciate you for following me. Here's some stuff that you can have. Like, here's a free you know, YouTube video I did. Here's, you know, stuff like that. Mm. So then it starts the conversation. And if I want, I could jump in and finish here where they virtual assistant just keeps it going. That's dope. 
So you have a virtual assistant do that, and now that builds up engagement and stuff like that. How much you pay your VA? $200 a week. And they be working hard, too, though. Eight hours a day. And then also, that's just that, just the engagement. The real thing is we use virtual assistants to go ahead and call people all day long and text people all day long. So I don't call people. I don't text people no more. I don't do none of that stuff. Virtual assistants get on the phone at 10 a.m. sharp, and they call at 6 o'clock at night all day long. And mm. then they send me the deals that are hot. And if I want to, I jump on those phone calls because they already said they want to sell it. They want to sell it for this price, and they're ready to sell it right now if I got the check ready. So now instead of making 300 to 400 calls a day, which is what they'll do, I'm making 5 to 10 phone calls a day talking to the people that are like... That are already ready. They're really ready to go. Derek, you lit, bro. So that's how I you guys see why so you're running the bag up so fast. Just trying to leverage and get inside knowledge to figure out a way to not utilize all your time on the stuff. Like stuff going on right this second. Right. Matter of fact. That thing is you're you work really hard and you're really smart. I appreciate that. That's 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 real. And while you look for that, I gotta do a commercial anyway. Um, I gotta pay some bills. You know what I mean? Stuff ain't free. You gotta pay Joe Vaughn. You know what I mean? What's today's date? He eat a lot. What? What's today's date? 20. No, All I right. can't say the date. Oh, well, look, that's today's right date, right? Mm-hmm. On 11th Street, back in Philadelphia. They wanna sell the price, sell the house. She lives in Florida. She's too old for the property. Dang. All the details. The- you got leads every day coming in. That's just now, it just happened. Virtual assistant did that. So when I get off here, I'll call them. Or I'll text them and say, hey, you finish it out. That's live. You seen the date. Like that was That's a super fact. live. You like, gonna be uh, super rich, bro. Trying. <laughs> you gonna be trying. super rich, bro. But uh yeah, so let, let, let me let me just do this commercial real quick, man. This episode is sponsored by the morning meetup, themorningmeetup.com, themorningmeetup.com, the only organization that gathers every single day for the betterment of entrepreneurship. I know you do your call uh once a week, right? Yep, I'm on this call every day, bro. Every morning for I an need hour. to step it up. Every day. All right. I step every it up. day. I step it up. No, bro, you're gonna drive yourself crazy. You work too hard. No, but I'm on for an hour. You on till midnight, bro. Oh, yeah. That's... We might be on at minimum two hours. And it's at very targeted. So, no, nah, it's, it, it, it's an amazing uh, community for people who aren't entrepreneurs mm-hmm. or beginning entrepreneurs or people who need a community of other right. entrepreneurs. So, uh, go to themorningmeetup.com. Uh, it is a dollar trial just to see if it's going to help you. We got a book club. Mm-hmm. got hundreds of people reading the same book. And we talk about it every morning. Like, whatever we read... That night, we we have, let's say we're all reading chapter six. The next day, we discuss chapter six. That's a big accountability group. I like it's that. Huge. I like that. That's Add like, that book in, uh, Pitch Anything, by Oren Claff. I was just thinking about that. Pitch, yeah. that's, a, that's really a good book. It's all how about big is, How long is it? Um, is it like it's a, a regular book. I can't remember how many chapters. Nah, I read crazy. it like last We're reading a long ago. book right now. This joint. Harry it's Potter. Long, bro, right? You want it? That joint's super long. It's dope, though. But uh, all right, so Pitch Anything. So what we'll do is have a theme problem. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. 
NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. So for the theme, like we have a theme every month, and mm-hmm. that month might be sales. And every day we're supporting the theme of the month. So a different okay. thing about sales, negotiation, conversation, okay. confidence, you know, packaging. I don't know. But go to themorningmeetup.com, see where we're at uh, this month, and uh, just check us out for a dollar. Derek, thank you, man. This is lit. Oh, so how do we... Oh, so will you... Oh, for your, your mentorship. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much it is, but can you give my audience a discount? Yeah. You can set up a promo code? Yeah. So I actually, um, it's funny, right? I'm going to do two things. I'm going to do two things, right? So one, all right. So if you go to wholesalesocialproof.com. No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do oh. it. <laughs> if you go to wholesalesocialproof.com. So I always going to give a discount. Oh, really? You already yeah, got I was it. like, you oh. know what? I really like what you guys you are doing. You tuned into the show. Yeah, I appreciate my man. A whole website look, right this there. is what I'm going to do, right? Okay. So the mentorship program, have everything to set up, mm-hmm. accountability, coaching calls, everything is 4000 right? Mm-hmm. I was thinking $500 off. I like that. Right. But that. because that was just off and the And how strength. long do they get to get in? How no, long do they Listen to this. Because you just asked me, and I respect a closed mouth. Closed mouth doesn't get fed. You ask. I'm going to text my assistant right now to change it to $2,000 off. Really? Yeah. Uh, you're a stand-up. You're a stand-up guy. It's about you know? making sure people win. You yeah. know what I mean? I respect you because I was already going to do it, but you act. So his nails like that. I respect him for because you didn't have to do that. And a lot of people might be scared to do that. So I respect that. And then you know what I'm gonna do? Worst something you can say else. is no. You know That's what I'm saying. My <laughs> grandma used to say all the time. Worst thing somebody gonna say is no. So also, right? Give me a um. Give me a number one to ten. A number one to ten, nine maybe? Nine. All right. So look, let me text her right now. Nine. What's All right, nine? So, what, is, what is it? So I got an ebook, right? If somebody's like, listen, I don't want all the accountability. I, I'm just not ready for that much action. Because when you're in that, we're, we're locked in. Like you're talking to me, we're locked, fully locked in. Mm-hmm. You're like, I want to try to do it myself and figure it out. I got an ebook that teaches you how to hotel, right? It's $47. You said nine, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so I just text her. If you text 
Shans. Listen, Shans, right? Shans. But if social text, proof. If it's a text, just do social proof. It's easier for everybody right, to remember. All right, send it in. She about to get it started. If you text Shans to 74121, the book going to be $9. Oh, really? Yeah, so you get two things. Get two things. Good dude, man. That's all about just making sure people win. So now people can get, if you want to join into the actual mentorship, you got $2,000 off, go to wholesalesocialproof.com. And then if you text Shane to 74121, I already texted her. She's going to change the book from $47 to $9. Ah, can't beat that, So everybody should be able to go ahead and do deals. (laughs) And then one last thing I want to leave people with, right? Little real estate hack is, if you guys understand the wholesale model and how to find deals like I showed you, you literally can start building generational wealth, right? So if you keep finding these $30,000, dollars $50,000 deals or whatever is cheap to people in their region, now you can start wholesaling to yourself. Now, I'm the end buyer. Now, I'm buying these deals, right? So now imagine, imagine having 100 properties paying $1,500 a month. Imagine what that first of the month looks like. Mm. A lot of people's problem is they don't know how to find deals to even get to that 100 number, right? So now if you know how to find your own deals, you can wholesale them to yourself. And then now you have your own properties at deep discounted prices that you can go ahead and sell to your... So you go ahead and renovate them and go ahead and rent them out. And also, we show in the mentorship, this is a whole nother game, how to wholesale them to yourself and actually make money during the transaction. That's a whole nother... We're going to need another hour to talk about that one. Well, okay, we got like a, 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 um, a Patreon... Mm-hmm. Where it's like an extra bonus little time. You mind getting into that real quick after after this over? Give me a few minutes. You gotta. All right. All right. There right. we go. All See, right. I don't know why people ain't in the All Patreon, right. man. They gotta go to the Patreon.com forward slash David Ever Sleeps, right. man. Just be a part of that. So. Derek, I appreciate you, man. We'll have all the links in the description, um, so. Uh, uh, so people can can check it out and really rock with you, man. I think you are a very genuine person, and you that. go, yo, bro. I I just out of feeling you're gonna be super duper successful. You already up, but you about to be some you you on some game changing stuff, bro. Thank like you. some CEO that. running a company. Like there there are entrepreneurs that know how to make money, mm-hmm. and in all uh, transparency, I'm making the transition from a person who knows how to make money to running a company. It's two different things. Way different. Two different different things. Way different. People don't even understand the difference in between that, right? And being the person that's running, doing everyday, day-to-day things, and the person that's supervising, managing, without actually managing, and actually owning a company and having it run. So I was listening to something. They said there's a couple different tiers. I don't know exact tiers, how many, but it's imagination. Then it's like manager. Then it's like supervising as worker. Your job is to be the imagination person. You know, um, uh, what's the guy that made the iPhones? Don't kill me. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. His job was to be imaginative. Mm. If that's a word. Make create iPhones yeah. in his in his brain. Pass it down to the next stage. Hey, I need you to supervise and manage the people that's going to be working to do this stuff. Mm. So our job is just to make come up with imagining, imagination type things. Come up with ideas. Come up with systems. Come up with all this different, different type of stuff. So now our virtual assistants, our staff employees fill it out and then we go and make the money from that. But also we creating jobs. So one of my main goals is to make sure all my friends and all my loved ones either work for me or work with me. Mm. So right now my mom, we got a business together, event space. My brother works full time for me now. Wow. Just check. He's a property manager for me. Um, my sister, I'm about to go ahead and open up her own hair salon. Um, my cousin. So my job is to make sure everybody is, we all eating together. 
When Neil say family business or no business. I love it. I love it. Next five to 10 years, where do you see yourself, man? And be careful because we're going to watch this in five to 10 years to see if you was just talking or you was really about that life. Thousand units. Thousand, Thousand units. units and every single person, unless they really, really don't want to, and my family, my loved ones all work under that same umbrella. Nobody has a job. Easy. But a thousand. Imagine paying somebody paying fifteen. The last apartment I rented, uh, we rented fifteen hundred dollars a month. Fifteen hundred dollars a month coming That's in from a thousand units. One point five. What was that a thousand units times fifteen hundred dollars? That's what that one point five. What is that? A thousand. Oh yeah, that's one point five. Yeah. Yeah. One point five million on the first of the month. Every month, passive. You ain't really doing nothing for that. You got the staff. You got the team. You got everybody running it. Imagine that every first of the month. And it's easy because you know how to find your own deal to go and do that. Imagine it. Just, yeah, just like imagine $1.5 million right. on the first through the fifth every single month. What's up? I got rental properties now, so I like it. I don't even at 1.5 and I like it. <laughs> so like just imagine all my deals I found myself I never went you know how people do FHA and mm. VA and realtors I never I don't know what that feels like I never did it before I found all my stuff myself got you yeah. that's lit look man I, I can't even look I, I was gonna ask you to close it out but you alright just close it out with something else man give me a bar there's, if somebody's watching this that um that needs some inspiration what would you say to that person um just focus on getting in the right rooms. Like the main thing people can do, especially if you at this pace, this phase where you don't know exactly where you want to go, just focus on getting in the right rooms. You know what's a right room and a wrong room. You know, being in the club and all the different types of stuff. For some people, maybe, but for the average person, that's not like the right room to be in. You know, you got high-level thinkers, high-level entrepreneurs, high-level doctors, business people, whatever it is. Get in those rooms and just be a fly on the wall. A fly on the wall will hear more things and get more game. Than a person with big ears sitting in the house just by themselves doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So imagine if, right, and I don't know, and I'm I'm gonna tread lightly, don't quote me for this, right? But you know Meek, right? Meek mm-hmm. Mill, forever. Mm-hmm. So one thing I noticed is, right, he started hanging around, let's say, Michael Rubin, Robert Crabb, all these different next billionaires, right? We haven't heard no new music from him in a little while now. But he talks about all the time how he's making 20 million, 30 million, making all this real crazy money now, right? Well, probably because he's like in the right rooms, doing Liz deals, doing all these other type of deals. Just get in the right room. You're going to overhear something. If a billionaire is making billions, you, you're pretty sure he got million-dollar plays just falling out the 100%. pocket. So if you just focus on getting in the right rooms, like a lot of times I get in rooms and I might sit, I open up my mouth when it's time to, but I sit quiet and just look, listen. I catch a lot of games just doing that. So just focus on getting the right rooms, whether it's physical, whether it's Zoom, a live call, Whatever it is, just focus on getting in the rooms and you just going to just look for that piece. Don't think about something that's going to change your entire life in one move, that one piece to add to your already puzzle. That's a bar. Listen, we can't close it out no better than that. Do me a favor. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you go follow Mr. Boone here, man. Wealth of knowledge. Um, and do, your fa- do, do, do yourself a favor. Get you some social proof. Go build something. But I need you to, like, remember how you did it. And then come back to your community and teach them how you did it, okay? That's the only way our community grows, okay? We are out of here. Peace. David Sands presents to you the morning meetup. 
Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays, and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com ah spring nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress that's what life's all about in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive and that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans, like for a new ride or finally having a home to call your own. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime Secured Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.